0: Garbage in Garbage Out Garbage in Garbage Out. Hello, hello, all you gigalos. Welcome to Garbage In, Garbage Out. I'm your host Kelton, and as always, I'm joined by my amazing co-host Grift. How's it going, buddy?
1: It's good. Uh, besides the fact that uh, my rights are being trampled, they they kicked me out of the House of Gucci screening for, for uh, refusing to stop playing Gucci gang on my phone. Um, you know, I, 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 thought, I thought it was a safe space for that. So I clearly I was wrong. Uh, we're, we're living under tyranny right now. Um, yeah, I just, I just got to keep, just got to keep posting and standing up for my rights.
0: That's what you need to do. I will give one uh, word of advice. Probably not the best idea to dress up like Luigi and protest house of Gucci. That's just going to make people think that this is yet another amazing Jared Leto, uh, deep dive performance oh of what's happening
1: just he we were i i went with like a group of old high school friends and we were just laughing at his performance the entire time it was it was (laughs) like you couldn't tell whether like what his angle was like did he just like misread what sort of movie he was in was it just the fact that he's a bad actor and he was overacting i mean like combined with that did you see that like ridiculous um like a uh, uh, sort of puff media piece he did for the movie where he's talking about how his like his oh, performance was in his
0: veins. Yeah, and and all it, that? Was an, yeah. it was an homage
1: yeah. to Italy. Like his, his skin was grated Parmesan cheese and like his olive oil is flowing through his veins. And it's like, dude, like what the fuck is wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I I truly think he like had an Italian chef stay with him for a week. And he's like, yeah, this is Italian culture. Uh huh. That's all. That's all. I mean, it, it is better, I guess, because we run the risk of since Jared Leto also has that bizarre sex cult that he could have like gotten real into Mussolini real hard. And uh, that wouldn't have been fun, I think, for anyone. It, it's going to be a, a weird episode. I'm just going to let people know this uh, up top. We're, we're on holiday hours. We're on... Holiday time zones. Uh, In fact, uh, what I think we're going to do is not uh, have any whooshing sounds here. So you're going to have to trust us when I say that we are hitting uh, the three minute marks as things roll along, uh, because we have a little something special planned at the end. And uh, I want this to be a little bit more of a, of a free flowing conversation. But don't worry, we're still going to be covering just as many entertainment topics and stories. We're going to keep it short, but uh, I'm not going to allow us to feel the constraints of a particular runtime much like ridley scott didn't feel the constraint for a particular runtime (laughs) by having the third act of house of gucci last over an hour oh my god it was Uh. so
1: it was so long (laughs) like i mean it was it was an entertaining movie overall but just like it definitely dragged the the third act, particularly the
0: more Jared Leto. I think you add to a work. You're going to really start feeling that third act runtime for whatever reason. Um, that being said though, let's jump into the top story. the, the, Box office breakdown of what happened in theaters this week. Uh, Encanto is uh, the dominating force of the box office, followed up by House of Gucci. Encanto grossed seventy million dollars worldwide. There was a uh, big news being made because it's the best gross of the pandemic. Uh, ignore the fact that it's actually still the lowest gross since like 2019. So we're at that like weird stage where you know we're trying to uh, sound like supportive girlfriends to the movie theater industry.
1: Yeah the the box office spin is just getting more and more ridiculous. Like you you have the yeah the best gross of the pandemic uh, sort of like a handicap there you you have like netflix saying that like red notice was watched like 278 million hours like they they
0: did the (laughs) breakdown of 278 million people watched red notice all the way through yeah sure (laughs) sure no no (laughs) i believe it 100 percent me and all of my very real netflix (laughs) friends we all get around and watch netflix together god it's
1: almost like you can run an army of like bought subscription accounts to just watch these things and then so you no. don't actually have to just say how many seats were in, you know how many butts you put in the theater <laughs> seats <It's> like-
0: <laughs> i don't know why but indonesia has watched 215 million hours of every netflix show for some reason i'm not sure why um <laughs> it's, it's it's really kind of harrowing stuff the more I start looking at like the bubble that exists because it's true even like with Ridley Scott cuz House of Gucci is doing well and uh th- you know so shout out to him for doing that but he's still bitching about how the last duel did and complaining about how the reason it failed was because of millennials being on their phones and not just like maybe we didn't want weird courtroom drama set in the middle ages like i'm sure it's good i'm just not saying don't expect that to be making Avatar money.
1: When Dune is in theaters, like nobody's gonna go see the like medieval revenge rape period piece. Like With it's two guys from Boston <laughs> yeah. in <being> the <Yeah>. <laughs> playing like French knights. Or something yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah it's, I, it's not set up for success.
0: It's in the front of my Anna kid. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But God bless Adam Driver, really. I mean, like if Martin Scorsese has Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, just let Ridley Scott have Adam Driver because it seems to be a, a pretty magical pairing through and through i i have no notes on either of his performances both of which i haven't seen but i look forward to
1: yeah it was you know he started out the movie as this like awkward guy and then he became more and more sort of cold and business-like over the course so it was it was a decent portrayal uh late uh lady gaga was definitely a lot of fun in it sort of playing this ambitious uh uh like sort of fish out of water clash uh, class wise um, character who uh, is try tries to pull the strings and gets in over her head. So uh, it, that was, that, that, that was a fun aspect. And yeah, of course, I mean, if you're, if you're looking for like a, a, a campy performance that is just so ridiculous and over the top like jared, jared leto was we were we were laughing the entire time at him so like, yes yeah They're laughing
0: with me he thinks yeah. to himself
1: yeah and like they were all doing like different italian accents as american actors so of like, course yeah
0: it's the type of italians that you surround yourself with you know um it's just not not good all the way through. Uh, but hey, uh, let, let's go talk about our, our next story here. Peacock, the streaming service that is so ridiculous and so stupid, it's making Paramount Plus look better by comparison, uh, is doing a, a all-dramatic reboot. Of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air called Bel-Air. And they released a teaser trailer showing a guy falling into a swimming pool while he does like slam poetry versions of the intro lyrics to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I, I've never seen the original show. Uh, I was... Whoa! Uh, yeah, oh. no, yeah. I was, uh, I, 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 my parents were a bit of a, uh, you know, so, sort of a Luddite-minded when I was a young kid in the 90s. I forget so.
0: you also grew up in the Northeast. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so, and, I mean, and so, but... Like, I could obviously tell, like, yeah, this is not the tone of the original. Like, are they, they were, they're definitely on some like Hotep shit here. Like, they got the crown on him. It's like all super dramatic. (laughs) I, I mean, like, the
0: whole thing stems from the fact that someone made a like dramatic fan film. Short (laughs) (laughs) about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and people are like, "Wow, this is a pretty cool twist on something." And then studio execs were like, "Well, now let's give it a whole series." So it's it's just gonna be awful. Like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was a very goofy show, uh, and it certainly had a couple of serious moments because that's what enabled you to empathize with comedic characters and not just you know keep on wanting to get their dicks pushed in the dirt over and over again like we don't need though like a a six episode story arc where carlton has his future at the young republicans club ruined because he got (laughs) caught with a (laughs) firearm on campus like
1: we we don't need to be going through this (laughs) yeah like um But just looking at the little blurb here for for the uh, trailer description on YouTube, it definitely like seems to be following in this trend of, Remakes and reboots, uh, shitting sort of like giving like backhanded, uh, passive-aggressive uh, criticisms of the original content. Like there was that mm-hmm. thing, and there's that like men's health magazine article about like how like the Cowboy Bebop live action is righting the wrongs of the original. And, oh my like, god! Yeah, so like to to, <laughs> to, to 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 quote here, it's like with a reimagined vision, Bell Air will dive deeper into the inherent conflicts, emotions, and biases that were impossible to fully. Explore in a 30 minute sitcom format.
0: The quote was, but uh, there was a guy who was saying, like, not every African American st- story needs to be one of struggle. Like, it's okay to just have a comedy where people are vibing and having a good time. It doesn't need to always be like. But what are the larger socioeconomic issues being faced? Uh, God. Yeah, just
1: just make one about him like hanging out in the racist Twitter spaces.
0: Oh. No. <laughs> like... <No. laughs> <laughs> uh no incel carlton maybe that's why he buys a gun maybe that's the storyline we're going to be pulling
1: through i yeah, don't he, know he, he gets into online beef with tarik nashid <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can actually picture
0: carlton doing, uh, oh, oh that's good yeah i can, I can see it
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <gasps> Uh, Christ. Well, the uh, the next trailer we have is uh, definitely of a similar nature. It's DC's League of Super Pets, an animated film where we get to watch Superman's dog work with a bunch of other mutant pets to try and stop evil Lex Luthor yay it's uh four kids it it looks like it was also animated by kids i get real like boss baby secret life of pets tier animation from this
1: yeah they're gonna uh at the next macy's day parade they're gonna have like the superman dog uh balloon Uh, his name is crypto sir thank you thank you uh oh of course yeah they're they're gonna they're gonna be selling nfts of him too uh he's gonna yeah they're gonna have that like blimp next to the next to the boss baby one it Uh, hurts me inside to Know that that's
0: going to be a real thing there's going to be a crypto nft like the yeah. crypto crypto joke i know has been around for several years but a crypto nft that becomes licensed real merch uh it hurts uh, me yeah we we,
1: we we can't stop it uh all we all we can do is embrace the horror um yeah. but i mean this is i mean we we talked about channing tatum getting dog pilled last week i it looks like superman gets dog pilled here like it's it's, it's it's I I think there is a legitimate push. You know they're they're not only pushing like human animal hybrids. They're pushing uh, alpha men uh, living um, platonically with dogs. So it's the first they got the right women. Yeah, yeah, confirmed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. C- c- confirmed. Uh, uh, zoo files or whatever the, the, the term is.
0: I would love it if Superman was like, listen, I'm an alien. Me having sex with crypto is honestly just as weird as me having sex with a human. Okay, if we want to get real technical with it, yeah, we're at least from the same planet.
1: Oh my god. But yeah they and uh <laughs> it looks like the his dog is voiced by uh Dwayne it's Johnson the, that's right? right and then yeah. uh,
0: he teams up with Kevin Hart who voices like a, a a big old Rottweiler who gets the power of being indestructible which is also just crypto's powers but he can't fly you know it, it it just the whole thing doesn't make sense but it looks like they're going to sell stuffed animal versions of each of these things so enjoy all of that sweet sweet merch uh discovery that's right discovery's <laughs> going to get that money cuz wb yeah yeah crap. maybe they
1: can hire someone to uh do a better logo for them <laughs> they never will it, it just like i i don't
0: know man the the whole thing seems like a lost cause for me, but I'm happy that the kids are getting a trailer that they can be supportive about, I suppose. I don't know. Um, the next thing that we have here is a trailer for a street gang, a documentary about Sesame Street, kind of talking about its origins and about how not everyone likes Sesame Street, but it, uh, it fought hard, it got the public funding, it appeared on PBS. And it was that free access that made it available, and such a cultural force. And you can watch that documentary by joining the paywall on HBO Max.
1: Congratulations! Oh my god, dude, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking go off on the Sesame Street shit. Like, just the <laughs> the fucking gall of them to be like, literally a line from the trailer is like, Sesame Street wasn't about selling something, and then at the, just as it closes out, there's the HBO Max nine ninety nine a month subscription plug comes up. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the lack of i mean they definitely have to be aware of what's going on, but it's it's definitely devious and like. They're definitely it looks like they're playing up like the racial angle here too which is I mean it's it's an interesting historical context but also I mean the Sesame Street has literally been co-opted by like the Biden regime as like mouthpiece of as they like mouthpiece of like sort of like state propaganda and it's like being used in the culture war like CPAC was like we are disinviting Big Bird and Burton and Ernie from from our conference in Florida. you uh, like... haven't
0: been invited since like the mid-70s. I yeah. no, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I think actually featured one of them in that like ridiculous poster be like disinvited. But like yeah. maybe I'm putting on my tinfoil kufi a, a bit too like too, too much of my head here. But like the the sort of chink in the liberal narrative about vaccines is the fact that like African-Americans in this country, like are not vaccinated at rates that that are, you know, that they would like. And they're specifically like put using Sesame Street now to push like the vaccine and stuff. And now they're (laughs) coming out with an HBO documentary on Sesame Street that that specifically highlights its <laughs> racial history and his connection to the black community. Like, am I, am I crazy? Is, is there like, well, you is, know,
0: uh, <laughs> Big Bird was there marching with MLK. So yeah. I, uh, I can't discredit him. He, one of the freedom writers. <laughs> <I think laughs>
1: and they, they recently added like an Asian a muppet right oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like it's the first one and then people were very quick to point out
0: it actually was the second because the first one was incredibly racist and like
1: are the muppets even supposed to be racialized like they have like yellow and orange skin it's, it's almost like, like they were
0: purposefully not for. Yeah. To
1: like, <laughs> the idea. yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah,
0: it wasn't like a Simpsons joke at the beginning, you know, where like everyone's yellow and then one guy's black. But, uh, yeah. Like, uh, like it, it was them trying to to show a point, and then having like people who were black or Asian or uh, Hispanic, anything, showing up, and they can be hosts, and that was that idea of normalization, which was very good and still is to a, a certain degree. It becomes though a, a feeling of it being commodified. And that's where I I think the tinfoil hat is incredibly well deserved. Yeah. Because now they're they're feeding off of a nostalgia behind a paywall, and they're doing it for something that was, I think, for a lot of latchkey kids of a certain time like truly an outlet for those formative years. And they yeah. know they're like, just just watch the documentary. Subscribe to HBO Max. We'll get $10 from you once and then half of you will forget. So we'll get another $10 from you again. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's all we care about here. You'll this.
1: you'll 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 find out you've been like paying for like five free trials a month when you're like trying to you're like rooting through your bank statements. Which hey, <laughs> it's me <laughs> with uh, yeah. Apple TV Plus. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> the strategy works, baby. it's um, <laughs> what am I gonna do? Fight those charges? Call up Apple? No, fuck that. <laughs> They're gonna install a secret update on my phone, and I'll never be able to text again. Yeah, um,
1: apples. Apples really hoping, like really hoping you don't see those charges. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, our uh, our next story here of what we got going on. It's a. Uh, it, I want to call it a. Tr- trailer but in reality it's like a short film that's a promo for the upcoming jurassic world dominion the title of the teaser trailer is called the prologue and uh it's the a teaser trailer for this upcoming third movie and what is generally assumed to be a disappointing trilogy uh i just want to get your initial thoughts on it grift
1: uh what did you think oh i love this shit i mean a little little grift shop lore i was a huge, huge dinosaur fan as a kid. Like I was obsessed with this shit. Like and and my original, like my artistic, um my like I I I I cut my teeth on a lot of like drawing um uh like practice on just drawing dinosaurs over and over again. Like one like and so I obviously like when when I see like a five minute prologue where it's most of it is just like the dinosaurs back in like the Cretaceous era hanging out before the asteroid hit, like that is well, so it's, it's my the, shit.
0: It's the T-Rex, you see yeah. it. Yeah. that, that it, you see like the origin of the T-Rex that they 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 ended up cloning yeah. you know uh which I was like ah okay this works you sucker me um uh i, I also have a feeling that this trailer will be a thousand times better than whatever the movie is because this yeah. didn't have any fucking people in it and, no. and uh and, and like know.
1: when it when it got to the actual people at the drive through in the end like <laughs> yeah. it, 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 you could immediately see the tone change and like there there was no tension There's just like boom T Rex of the drive-through getting shot well, at from helicopters because like did you feel
0: they, that like, like weird nostalgia plumbing that they were also doing because I forget what yeah, the two movies sure. were yeah. but it was like Flash Gordon and <sighs> something else at a drive-in movie theater oh of and course it's like what yeah. what year do you think that this is taking place in like Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom happened in the modern day <laughs> why is it now Spielbergified eighties so to speak this is
1: yeah um, that's. I, oh I, I actually didn't catch that well, yeah that that is weird they're trying to have it both ways like being like yeah this is uh 80s nostalgia in uh in the 2020s um but yeah like they are obviously trying to recreate the whole you know in the original Jurassic Park the 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 tension of the of the T-Rex t- attacking the car scene with the with the um with the reverberations in the water Mm -hmm. in in the footprint or whatever. Actually, I think that may have been in in lost world, but like they, they're, they're obviously trying to plumb that nostalgia well again. And, you know, I, I love to see the, the, the sort of walking with dinosaurs esque intro, but yeah, I would so good. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. But I would, I would guess that that's like, that's literally just five minutes of the movie and the rest is like sort of a shitty remake of like the, Dinosaur attacking San Diego scene in the lost world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it hurts me, but yeah, I mean, the only thing that would make me get like incredibly excited is if they were, if this became like a backdoor movie kickoff for like a dinotopia
1: film oh, franchise <laughs> oh my god let's fucking go i mean there there, there was a like a tv dinotopia movie which yeah. was i i actually liked that as a kid i, I, I was a fan re- I, was I remember fan. like
0: flashing images it feels yeah. like a like a strobe light effect or something so yeah. uh might I'm be sure worth us looking I- into
1: yeah like I'm sure it wouldn't hold up nowadays but like I remember you know I love the Dinotopia books as a kid I really liked that miniseries TV thing they did so uh, yeah fuck you yeah let's let more, more more, you can't go wrong with more dinosaurs
0: like whatever you think the accurate ratio of dinosaurs to humans is double the number of dinosaurs and have the number of humans Absolutely. it's okay I, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna hold it against you we don't
1: give a shit about the human characters we just want to <laughs> see the dinosaurs rumble i challenge
0: <laughs> anyone to name three character names from this latest uh, film series of jurassic park the of the past two movies because i can't I, uh, I, I chris can't. chris
1: pratt uh <laughs> The, oh, those the, are the actor names. I'm talking about the actual. Oh no, characters. I know that's that's yeah. I don't, yeah. Who the fuck knows what his name is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, and then compared to the original, you know, you got fucking uh Doctor Alan Grant, you got uh, mm. Ian Malcolm. Like we can yep. we can remember the fucking names because they were iconic characters and those were classic movies. But now you know, like I didn't. I, I thought Jurassic World was fine. It was fun. It was okay. I thought King, the first one was yeah. Fallen yeah. Kingdom, Kingdom becoming. Was, the clone Oh, plot line. oh, oh my! God. That was a terrible. It was like three movies at once. It was. It was definitely one of those ones where like so much was like left them. They probably had like ten writers, and it was yeah. it was a bunch of different things mashed together.
0: <laughs> uh, it's okay though, because we can all rest assured knowing that maybe the answers in Hollywood aren't these big. Uh, bloated blockbusters but instead more human stories stories that we can all root for some true underdogs that's right <laughs> i want to talk about this next trailer for american underdog the kurt warner story uh for anyone who's not a sports fan kurt warner was a, uh, a quarterback who played in the late 90s early 2000s he uh won a super bowl and appeared in another he kind of had like a rags to riches-esque storyline of being a journeyman who worked his way up and got a chance and succeeded. The fun fact about this movie, in addition to the fact that it looks like it was shot in uh, some studio backlot the entire time (laughs) and on a budget of $15 is uh, that this is a Christian production company. So it's like if pure flicks was making a movie. So if like God's not dead decided that they wanted their own version of Rudy So uh, just weird, weird to see even weird to see fucking fucking Zachary Levi Shazam himself as (laughs) Kurt Warner. Uh, It's bizarre
1: yeah I mean as a Pats fan I want to see them recreate the Super Bowl that we (laughs) that he lost to us and kicked off another underdogs dynasty so um, but uh, yeah I'm I'm, I'm sure sure they'll cut the story off before then (laughs) yeah they
0: don't want the rise of Satan in the thousand years of darkness (laughs) that exists in other elements of Christian mythology Um, I'm sorry theology not mythology I could uh, get, get Hey, that's that's an obvious mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my point is, though, is that uh, I think that this movie is walking so that way then the Tim Tebow biopic can run because uh, I think that that's what they're really testing the waters for because mm. I think that that's going to make people go insane because for anyone who doesn't know, Tim Tebow was a failed quarterback in the NFL, but basically from the age of middle school through college was viewed as like the number one athlete in the country, but like incredibly religious family, like having him read and memorize Bible verses before each individual practice type stuff. Uh, just some real, real, uh, uh, I I was gonna say God's not dead, shit, but exactly, exactly that. So I mean, he
1: was a sort of an interesting cultural force because yeah ha- because you had like you know secular kids doing the tim tebow like neil thing like it was it was an actually like you don't you don't see too many but like besides like like kanye west you don't see too many like sort of christian themed uh media figures and projects I, really like breaking the cycle. i'll even push back like, though because
0: tim <laughs> tebow has always been like a christian guy like that's yeah. always been like on Brand, I'll never forget when uh, he was getting drafted. There was like a contest that they had. Uh, Some porn site was like, If you can prove that you've had sex with Tim Tebow, we will give you one million (laughs) dollars. And no one was able to
1: produce the the cum stained uh, practice jersey. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a like blue dress.
0: Exactly. Uh, it's uh, blue and orange because Florida Gators. That's why. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. J- just just a, a wild time all the way around. Um, very different in tone from the next, uh, <laughs> next trailer that we're going to be talking about, which is the tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, it's, uh, directed by one of the Cohen bros. It's an A 24 film. It's shot in black and white, and it's an adaptation of a Shakespeare play. Uh, can we just start handing out Oscars right now? Uh, is that too soon? Cause th- that's what this entire thing screamed to me. seems, yeah. uh, Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. All the all the, you know, sparse black and white shots like uh, and the fact I mean, honestly, though, I'd rather see A24 doing shit like this than that fucking like, like, goat movie or like the, the lamb, lamb movie. Lamb the lamb, <laughs> lamb or whatever the fuck animal hybrid thing. You don't like, understand. Yeah. It's not a laughable
0: premise grift because <laughs> it's an allegory for trauma you see. Oh uh. of course yeah it's it's a
1: horror movie. Yeah it's supposed to be yeah but <laughs> yeah this um I guess, the, you know, Apple TV seems to be ma- making, like, a real push now. I'm for, not going to sign back up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I,
0: I'll just watch this in theaters when it tries to do its uh, its Oscar run.
1: It's I mean, Yeah, it's, it's, like, the one streaming service that my family doesn't have, but they were talking about getting it recently because of that, like, Ted Lasso show. And they have
0: like, also, like, really good documentaries. And, like, they're building up a catalog where I think, like, within – probably two years it might be worth it because it is only like five bucks or whatever but I, I still don't want it I kind of view Apple TV plus in the same way that I view this show which is like if if someone were to tell me hey I can make the world's greatest grilled cheese sandwich I would go well that's great and awesome and I can I could taste it and be like wow that really is a very good grilled cheese sandwich. But it's still a grilled cheese sandwich. Like it ultimately still is what it is. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way with this movie in that this is still a Shakespeare play that we're watching uh, and and we're we're seeing performed. So it's still kind of just going to wind up being that thing that every high school English teacher puts on when they're too hungover to mm. actually end up uh, teaching for the day, like it. I, I mean, it, that's the vibe I get from it. Uh, you no, can,
1: yeah, you can get every school district in the country to sign up for Apple TV with state money. Uh, that's <laughs> and and you know you got you got Denzel in the starring role. You got you know you can get the get the woke angle because of like the, the they've never had like a black Macbeth before, I guess. <laughs> like. <laughs> it's uh yeah it 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 hits all those points,
0: I mean uh i guess I guess uh it's just it's so weird for me to see uh Denzel and france mcdormott just uh they they're they're just really acting with a capital A the entire time. Like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, go live your truth. Find your goal. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll be okay. Um, our, the, next, the next thing I wanted to talk about, I didn't even really have a plan to talk about this on the docket. I was just scrolling through movie trailers and putting them up on the TV. And when this one came on, uh, it's called Rumble. Uh, it's the second trailer that they pushed out. It's basically like a kaiju WWE wrestling kids movie but uh when this trailer played my four-year-old lost her shit watching it like was immediately glued to the tv and was invested in these stupid stupid characters <laughs> so uh congrats to paramount plus because i i guess i gotta keep paying for you for another month uh, Well, you gotta some... you
1: gotta be able to watch yellowstone right oh like... that's right uh Oh
0: God, Yellowstone. And then they also have like a prequel series coming out. And then they're like, also from the executive producer of Yellowstone comes mayor of Kingstown, which stars Jeremy Renner at the same time that Hawkeye is coming out. So, uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm seeing the threads, man. It's all interconnected yeah. together.
1: I mean, uh, like the whole, the whole thing, like the, 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 popularity of Yellowstone and the fact that it isn't being covered by the media at all, you know, that's, that's the real, uh, silent majority in this country, you know, and if we're going to, we're going to forge a populist path forward, I, I think I may need to end <laughs> up, uh, checking out this production so I can, you know, really, really under, understand the, the forgotten man. Of this, I of might this land. actually
0: join you with uh, this. Because, yeah. uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, one of my parents, who yeah, both of my parents are conservative, but uh one of them was showing me like all the boomers have started making Yellowstone memes, and they're sharing it with each other, and their reference points that only Yo. they get. Okay, like, it's 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 truly a a reverse. Like I've gotten into the mirror universe of this, of where like I don't understand what TV show you're referencing, Mom, but uh, that meme doesn't make sense to me, so I don't like it. Uh, It's just...
1: If, if I'm going to properly grift during the 2024 election I think I'm going to probably have to like immerse myself in the Yellowstone universe All so right. I can under understand where at least one side is coming from <laughs>
0: it's what we need we'll yeah. uh, get some matching Sam Elliott mustaches yeah. and we'll uh, be ready to rock uh, yeah
1: the, the long the long arc of history bends towards uh, Gigo watching Yellowstone <laughs> like... <laughs> it's, it's the Patreon content that people yeah. Yeah. Yo, we gotta we gotta gr- got become the yellowstone podcast that's what that's we are we grift- yo we gotta we gotta we gotta grift all the conservatives get them to sign up for the patreon that's right
0: <laughs> oh god uh it, it's such a beautiful plan and all it will take is us investing in four seasons of Yellowstone, <laughs> to do. Uh, and we know it's going to be like relatively slow paced too so can't wait lots of establishing shots of wyoming farming that's uh that's what we're standing for but we've already talked about the patreon a little bit so i might as well plug it i guess uh five bucks a month you can show your support for the show we've already got a lot of stuff on there uh once we hit 25 patrons we're going to start rolling out an extra episode of this show uh once a week uh but uh man you know, uh, we might also start releasing other bonus content on there. Uh, so, some, some, some uh, yellows. Oh, we could get high. And then uh, talk about Yellowstone. It'd be yellowstoned That's, Yo, uh,
1: uh, boom. Okay, I think. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually down to do this. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> this sounds like a great time, Yo, dude. Fuck yeah, let's go.
0: Let's uh, fucking go. <laughs> oh god, uh, what have we done
1: uh, this episode? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we them up top. If you're still with us here, uh, yeah, you're like, you know, these the, these are the real the real giga heads
0: the real gigalos this is this (laughs) is where it starts getting in on the ground floor (laughs) of something like this uh so obviously uh you know we we would appreciate your support uh but y'all just listening and telling your friends is uh support enough in its own right so thank you for that now diving into some news stories here uh, uh squid game is real grift um uh, that, that's that's what i have to say because uh, mr beast has recreated the squid game we were all angry about it and then when it actually occurred of course no one online said shit and uh, uh it it is it is some bleak bleak stuff, man. Like it's all the games from Squid Game. The winner, instead of winning forty five point six million dollars, is only getting four hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. Which, of course, is life changing for one person. But for everyone else, to to give you a frame of reference, Mr. Beast YouTube channel makes eighty eight thousand dollars a day just on no, rollover. Wh- what? Eighty
1: eight thousand a day. Yeah. Are, what the fuck? Okay, this is okay. This first of all, uh, that that sounds even even that four hundred fifty six thousand sounds like way too much uh, to to even have to hang out with this Mr. It's like soy facing Mr. Beast guy for a day and four hundred and fifty
0: five like, Mr. Beast fans. Let's oh, not forget. Oh
1: my god! Like, <laughs> I, it's just so indicative of how like fractured our media market is that you could have this guy with this gigantic YouTube channel. I, just, I had no idea this guy even existed. Like his whole like, thing
0: is doing like giant stunts. It's like it cost me three million dollars to do this, or I'm doing a one million dollar giveaway, or like I opened a drive through restaurant where I just gave people three thousand dollars each time they drove up. Like it, it's, hey, this is
1: this is tax fraud. You got to respect it. Like. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> like like oh, but this this dude like literally soy facing. It like his his face is like like when when like the um, in Star Wars when they like uh, they, they they freeze the people in carbonite. Like his face <laughs> would just be permanently soy face. Like that's what he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm picturing now the frozen in carbonite, but the soy facing pointing yeah. back. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful image. And I'm also sure that Star Wars fans would buy that if we made that merge instead uh that might be something to look into there just on its own
1: but yeah we I, got there we got the gigo uh merch page on the griff shop go to collections in the drop down menu a uh, gigo cast is right there so uh we sh- yeah we we should we should really look on rolling some stuff out for the holidays star wars it, is always hot then
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um yeah man
0: i i just think that like when we're looking at Are we getting the right message as Americans, like when we're consuming? Uh, uh, works of art, uh, the answer is always no. Like, we we miss the fucking point of everything so much, and it, it's to the yeah. point to where then, like, not only will we miss it, we will then actively dive like lemmings off of a cliff into doing the wrong thing. And then we go like, oh, well, actually, he's still donating the money for charity, or oh, isn't it so fun that one guy got this much money? And it's just like, I I don't think you understand, like it's someone who has all of this capital literally getting 456
1: people to partake in a game like this like uh he's uh, just, just making all his parasocial fans just dance for him basically it's like it's 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 almost as bad as like chrissy Teigen like hosting that squid game theme party which mm. i don't know i don't know if you saw any pictures from that but it literally looked like the worst like morose affair you could imagine like all these like uh all these like just Dour looking celebrities just like hanging out on bunk beds on their phones. Like, just, like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, it, it really, is real. I mean, anytime I think
0: about how Kanye is asking for, for Kim to come back, please come back. I always think that John Legend texts Kanye, just saying, like, it's not actually all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Like, don't, don't worry. But let's continue the theme of bleakness, of soy-themed bleakness, because, Grift, I, I have news to tell you, buddy. I, I... Swore I would not watch <laughs> the goddamn Hawkeye show, <laughs> and then everyone kept saying, "Oh, it's actually way better, Kelton. You don't understand. Like they're doing some really cool thi- things with it. Uh, Jeremy Renner is only in fifty percent of Hawkeye, uh, and you get to watch this other world being established." And to those people, I say, "Fuck you," uh, because um, I, I was looking and I was seeing that 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 they want. Or, I'm sorry, I should back up here because my brain is actively melting. In the Hawkeye <laughs> show, there is a musical called Rogers the Musical, which oh, I no. thought that the point of the musical was that it was bad. And that's why he hated it. And I was like, well, I can empathize with this. I didn't understand, though, that it was meant to be good. Like Disney has already released the song that appears in the the TV show as a single that you can buy. Probably also on iTunes. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. Stream it on Spotify. All of that fun stuff. And then fans and a producer want to go ahead and make a Rogers the Musical aka musical (laughs) avengers
1: and oh my people
0: are eating it up of course of course
1: like (laughs) it's it's the perfect crossover but like it's it's the fucking disney adults who want to see avengers endgame on ice like (laughs) 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 this is this is the it's 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 like you know you know we talk on, you know, about like the inevitable forces of, you know, like monopoly and market capitalism, like it's, it leads to shit like this and, and particularly combined with the, with the nostalgia and the fact that this is like a relatively unexploited market, like superhero musicals. It's perfect. Mm, like how yeah. have they not done this before?
0: <laughs> like it's- the, the answer is it's probably already been done before a thousand times by great people that we haven't heard of because they can't get Disney or WB approval for their goddamn superhero trademarks oh like, it's
1: just didn't they have that like spider-man musical that like crashed turn and off burned? the dark where yeah, they kept... and, like literally like a bunch of like stunt doubles like died like, Hold with, like on. just like stunt that... people in it like got, got you're, injured you're getting, and stuff.
0: Me... <laughs> you're getting me on board now again because yeah. <laughs> i might not like uh, where superhero movies are at but i really don't like where musical theater is at and the idea that i can mm. knock out two birds with one stone here uh let's let's
1: assemble the original Avengers cast for uh, one last ride with, <laughs> with 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 uh, and let's let's hire the um, the the safety production team from Rust to mm. oversee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I just. I I don't want this to be a thing, but I also feel like Disney has already <laughs> had this laying around. Like I think they have the whole musical readily <laughs> available and they're just gonna drop it like at the end of Hawkeye during like a dead spot in their Disney Plus program. Oh my god. Um, Didn't
1: they get the rights to Hamilton too? Like Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they had Hamilton.
0: Yeah. And that's that's something that I think people need to learn. Like everyone enjoyed, or I say everyone, a lot of people enjoyed the Hamilton musical when it was just like a a musical you could listen to. Then less people, but still a lot of people liked it when you could go and and watch it and became readily available as a touring company thing. And then Hamilton got officially like a nail through its heart when the general public was finally able to watch Hamilton and see what all the theater nerds were losing their shit over. <laughs> and Uh it was a glorious time. What a great 48 hours. Uh cuz I, I watching people like myself who thought Hamilton was fine and and like as a musical and then watching it being performed and going like, "Oh, this is shit. Oh, this is really bad. Why why is uh it getting all of the awards?" That 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 was a moment of uh personal growth for me. So, uh, it's the scar <laughs> tissue that I appreciate. <laughs> um, now, the, the next trailer, or trailer, next news story that uh, we have coming up is that the, they are making a Mass Effect live-action series at Amazon. So Amazon just keeps on pouring <laughs> money into the bottomless void like it's uh, Jeff Bezos trying to atone for his sins <laughs> or something. Uh, and so I, I think people will are rightfully excited. Because if anyone has the money to burn for a good show it would be amazon however i've also watched the wheel of time adaptation and so if it's anything like that it's going to take place like 90 percent in the woods or on like an industrial cargo ship that they're going to have like some green screen windows and uh start talking about like how everything's actually good because it's a bottle episode fucking cowboy bebop hate that shit oh god Um, how
1: how bad was the wheel of time like adaptation like how many episodes did you make it, like into it oh'm I'm,
0: I'm, I'm currently watching all of it because oh, okay. I, I yeah. I hate myself, but I also hate that there are certain people in my friend group who like it, and so I have to watch it so that way, then I can make some very poignant jokes and criticisms that they know that I will make only if I've watched it, and so because uh, I'm a I'm a petty spiteful person. Ultimately, uh, it, it's very very bad. It really is like uh, what if the CW got. an A-list cast and excellent (laughs) clothing design. And then they just didn't care from that. Like, uh, it literally felt like the timeline was, well, we're going to cast everyone. We're going to get everyone under contract. Great. We have our production design all set up and established. Very cool. We're about to start shooting and we got the rights to Lord of the Rings. So (laughs) never mind all of this. We're we're just going to churn out a season and see if people like it. And if not, we'll limp along for season two. And
1: and, and this was after like Jeff Bezos like held a gun to the head of every like Amazon (laughs) studio exec, being like, "Make me the next Game of Thrones, or I will like splatter your brains all over this table." (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's what they wanted. And uh, this is not the next Game of Thrones. Like, uh, it's it's amazing, but legitimately, like, I think uh, it's what happens when you get everyone uh, who's supposed to be a main character is like in their mid. 20s like 24 through 26 oh no it's supposed to be like a hot sexy youngster and you don't have anyone who isn't a supposed superpowered individual or a special boy like it it's uh it's just kind of lame but there's no regular person
1: game of thrones but every character is like either like Jon snow or loris tyrell yes <laughs> that's that's exactly right i mean uh it's it's really sucks is kind of
0: what it is. Uh, the best comparison for Game of Thrones is remember that season where Arya goes to the house of the the faceless or whatever. Yeah, that island. I, I forget the, the name the of the country. Fa-
1: the faceless men in uh, Bravos. Yes, Bravos.
0: Yeah, yeah, imagine if Bravos was just like the whole show, and that's what that was. And you're like, ah, well, this isn't great. By any yeah. means, um, but that's American TV. That's where we're at uh, with people doing fake British accents or importing British actors to give us their British accents. Uh, let's talk about the the worldwide conspiracy that's at play here, sir, and that is that uh, the number one movie in China all time is now the Battle at Lake Changjin who uh, it it has made $892 million since it was released on September 30th, but it's not listed as the number one movie uh, worldwide. Instead, it's No Time to Die, which I believe is hovering around the $780 million mark. So uh, could someone explain to me, please, uh, what the fuck is going on? Because it seems like they're
1: saying that the, the, the Chinese numbers are fake yeah you know when you have a um a movie that is uh propped up by china's uh propaganda department it, it doesn't count you know well it's it's this is clear it's a clearly different situation than the united states military giving its hardware like for free to Top every to single s- yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, number one movie worldwide, 2022. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, you 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 gotta give you gotta give it to No Time to Die. You know, James Bond gave his life to stop COVID. So you like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, I mean, it, it's it's funny too because like they're like, oh, the biggest movie of the year is about the the defeat of the U.S. Army, where it's like. You know, it's when you think about it, like the the highest grossing worldwide movie of all time, like came out of the United States and also was about the defeat of the <laughs> U.S. Army with Avatar. You know, <laughs> <laughs> also not for
0: nothing, but if we're not going to be counting these uh, these Chinese box office numbers for a Chinese film because we can't trust their reporting why can we trust the reporting that they give on american films out of curiosity do, do we want to start pulling that thread and see yeah. uh, how that house of cards is going to fall it's like how
1: every like um like chinese media agency on twitter has that little like thing that says like chinese state affiliated media or like russia's like russia state affiliated media but <laughs> cnn doesn't have to say like us affiliated media it's mm-hmm.
0: like <laughs> yeah it's- ha- the question is how can we get one for like an obscure Eastern European country for gecko like croatian affiliated media i would love to just see as our little banner for for Dude, no other I, reason.
1: We, uh, i'm 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 gonna die on the hill that we are uh belarus affiliated media <laughs> uh, like uh you know the, the fucking do you see that video with like like Lusachenko was like um yeah we we kicked all these ngos out of our country because uh they're foreign influence and um we we need to we need to kill them and stamp them out. And I'm like, honestly, Respect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I'm not I'm not uh, opposed to that. You know, uh, what what is one fascist strongman for another? As long as we can have a strongman competition as results out of it. That, that's all I want. You know, um, it is it just is is a wild uh, story to hear that we are just outright ignoring the number one movie. It's, it's like there's an election result uh, that's saying one is more than the other. And we're saying, no, it's not still over and over again. Mm, but, you mm, know,
1: kind of, kind of like the Democratic primary than the 2020 election, eh? Weird,
0: crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, who knows? Who knows how this stuff works? Uh, uh, let, let's move on to the next story. Our final story <laughs> before uh, we, either of us disappears mysteriously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Uh, so the, uh, the story that I initially wanted to talk about was that, uh, a movie ended up kind of not coming to fruition and the movie was going to appear on Netflix and it was going to star one of the actresses who was in that Netflix TV show. You, uh, basically like what, how sexy would it be to be stalked by a serial killer? Oh, wouldn't that be sexy? And then what if you had a kid with him? Huh? Wouldn't that be even cooler, ladies? Am I right? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Again, I I was just going to kind of make a joke about all of that and go like, "Eh, you know, maybe we don't need any of this true crime nonsense clogging up our feeds, but I need to issue an apology grift because I'm wrong. Uh, I was wrong. We need more true crime to exist in this world. Specifically, (laughs) we need more true crime producers to exist in this world because the movie was dropped when one of the producers started looking through the facts of the case realizing some (laughs) discrepancies and then hiring a PI firm to do even more digging into the story now the movie that was supposed to be coming out was uh, called Lucky and if that sounds familiar to you that is because uh, Lucky is the first novel by author Alice Sebold, who is famous for uh, writing The Lovely Bones, which came out as a movie uh, not not too long ago, probably like ten years or so ago, and uh, and a couple of other works. But Alice Siebold was assaulted and raped in 1981, and then she wrote. A story uh, that was autobiographical entailing what all she went through and then also about how she uh, ended up sending a man to prison, a man by the name of Anthony Broadwater. Now, Anthony Broadwater uh, was recently exonerated from this rape charge 39 years after the conviction of which he spent 16 years in prison for. Now, people might be wondering, oh, well, is it that big a deal if he's already out? He has it on a permanent record. He wasn't able to get housing. He wasn't able to get jobs. Like his life has been hell and literally ruined because he had a false charge against him. Uh, and the the Bucks. the fact the the woman who who did this—I don't mean to be making this sound like an MRA, like you can't trust women with report things. You know, white women I, I, be lying, I, I, it, but white women be lying. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, because you know, Anthony Broadwater at the time he he was working in the Syracuse University area, and that's then when um. He he was charged with this. He was arrested. He got pulled into a uh, a lineup, and she actually identified someone else, not him. But then he fit the the match in all of these other areas that the police kind of p- put pressure onto Alice Ebola to go ahead and convict him and uh, go on the witness stand to say that yes, it was him. Jeez. So you know, there's a lot of kind of fuckery going on throughout this whole thing. It didn't really help when in the book, uh, she uh, uh, kind of goes on to say that she might've picked someone else other than that guy. Uh, She uh, didn't know because the two men looked almost identical. "Quote unquote." Oh so. no! Oh no!
1: <laughs> and like, just to, for the audience, this this is like a black man, right? Yes, like, yes, it is. Oh, yeah, oh, no. black man
0: upstate New York, and yeah. then uh, a oh, white geez. woman. In 1981, let's not let's not also ignore yeah the uh, the, the Reaganomics uh, the the uh,
1: elephant in uh, the room, if you will. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: listen, we can't shit on Reagan and uh, be going for our Yellowstone audience. It doesn't work here. Uh, yeah.
1: Not-
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so obviously, this man's life has been significantly improved, and it's because. There was going to be some shitty Netflix true crime show talking all about how Alice Siebold uh what, what she went through, and uh Alice Siebold to date. I mean, the story broke about a week ago, has not said anything, has not apologized to the man, has not done anything uh at all. Like she is playing the whole just letting everything wash over completely. For her. It, it is a Jeez. ridiculous uh uh idea of what's going on. So uh I you know, critical support for the Netflix true crime um uh producer circuit, I I suppose, you know? Um yeah,
1: and I mean like the obviously like true crime is really hot right now, and it def the audience for it definitely skews towards women skews white. And it, you know, there there's obviously like problematic narratives around it about like, oh, it's how it entrenches trust in the police and makes people scared of, um, you know, scared to walk out their door despite uh, crime not being at the levels that they would think it was based on their media consumption. So but like, you know, if it can inspire more uh, producers of shows that are only getting greenlit because of the the. the the uh, prominence of this genre then you know this is actually something good that came from true crime right
0: like yeah i mean it's it's really 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 bizarre because this guy he just seems like he is a i mean he doesn't have an online presence he isn't really savvy or anything he he just kind of you know is uh just seems like he was like a money producer. So I I don't think he was doing this because like he was saying like, I'm not sure he was guilty. I think he was coming at this from the idea of, well, maybe, you know, uh, I need to cover the liability here. Uh, Cause I, I, you know, there was a, a counter statement issued by him. So before we start casting insert scary black man, into the role, maybe we should uh, do our due diligence, and that due diligence by a nothing level producer was more than what the entire police force had done. I mean, you know, I, criticizing the cops for wrongfully convicting a black man in 1981—I I mean, it feels like a feels pretty cheap. Feels like yeah. a, our audience knows why that, yeah. that didn't happen. Um, you know, but, but but
1: for our Yellowstone audience, we. have there may be a little bit uh, like educating going on until you
0: what? Well, I mean, also this is, I'm not sure what time period. Yellowstone is fully set in, but this is set in Wyoming. So I'd be very curious to see uh, what the demographics on that ranch break down into uh, involving what the crime is like uh, not only are they all the same race they're all the same family is uh, what what we're what we're getting at with Yellowstone here but yeah that's that is our our last story i mean uh sorry for for again the slight format shift to everyone but it just felt cool it felt like not a lot of people were talking about this uh and yeah. so uh, like when when we get a chance of where uh we can make uh some dumb jokes when we can diss on white women and have it be covered as an entertainment story of a, of a man being set free of a man being proven right of uh you know justice actually occurring i think we need to celebrate that as much as we can
1: absolutely i mean i think the the episode benefited from that. I'd love to see the reading series come back at a later time. Uh, And yeah, I I had no idea that this story even happened before you put it in the docket. And like, it's an insane story, which I'm surprised, like, isn't getting more play in the media. Don't worry. Once
0: she opens her mouth, uh then then we'll we'll get to be told where she's like they do just all look the same what well why am i being carded off uh yeah can't wait uh you know when you
1: like the yeah uh, uh, trauma affects your memory uh yeah and uh but and and like the the thing was like she wasn't even like like just saying like oh yeah why wouldn't be lying like she wasn't lying about being raped she was just like lying about like on on the stand about after being being pressured by the police literally yeah 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 yeah,
0: it it was where she pointed out a different guy the cop said well no this other guy matches and then she goes well they look close enough so i guess i i'm misremembering oh yeah there's a lot to unpack yeah the fact
1: that like close enough can be enough to like put a guy away for for like, what was it like twenty 16, something? Years, six, Sixteen
0: years, and then who yeah. knows however long on on, uh, on parole, etc. I mean, yeah, and
1: like, the, and then when you get put on the sex offender registry and can't get a mm-hmm. job, and it affects your your life and family and everything, it's like yeah, you know, it, when it's wrongfully uh, convicted, it's like in yeah, a different interview
0: over. he talked about like how he he thought that he never wants kids cuz he would have to explain like who he is and oh my he God. Couldn't hang out like with you, you know like <laughs> Fuck, just the, that's so I, sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like his life is just irrecoverably damaged because of this. I mean, so even if there is justice being done, there's not any sense of uh restoration. Uh, of of what's being made but that's that's not for us to uh, try and fix that's for (laughs) Mr. Beast
1: to try and fix that's right (laughs) He's gonna he's gonna recreate lucky uh, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten 13 men <laughs> lined up <Yeah>. <laughs> 13 <laughs> Black Mr. Beast fans take <laughs> one and he's gonna go to jail for life <laughs>
0: uh, it's so dark I can't wait for it to become a reality. Jesus uh, it's brutal uh, but now uh, let, let's wrap this up. Let's go into plugs here Grift what is happening in the shop?
1: Uh the um you know Thanksgiving's past us now, so we are full steam ahead on the war on Christmas. Um it this is the third annual one. Uh, I always plug this merch this time of year. It was the first design that went viral. Uh, any media freaks that participate in this culture war, bread and circuses, I'm hitting them with the link and the replies to the collection. So uh, I it's, it's the right time of year to plug it. So as, as always, uh, thank you for your service, fellow culture warriors. Uh, uh, 07, um and yeah is, respect the grift as always
0: hell yeah hell yeah and then uh for the actual podcast itself um be on the lookout i guess for yellowstone at some point we'll we'll coordinate off mic when to start <laughs> getting that process rolling I'm actually and, uh, like,
1: yeah I, I i hope you're serious too because i i am i think this is a great idea <laughs>
0: listen, you know I, i'm not sure what godforsaken peacock plus <laughs> streaming service, whatever we gotta do. But you know, um, okay, we'll we'll be looking over that. So be on the lookout. Uh for uh all of our links, you can check us out on Gigo.plus. Uh Twitter, it's GigoCast. Uh merch again, as before. Uh, go check out Griff.shop and then Letterboxd, it's Gigo Podcast. It is a joy. Uh let let's go see what other things white women are lying about. Let, let's go. Let's Let's go, Brandon, I think, right? I can yeah. say that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. let's, yeah that, that's, uh, that's what's going to be on my um, ugly sweater at my Christmas party this year. So, uh.
0: <laughs> Most popular guy at the office, guaranteed. <laughs> uh, that's what they'll say uh, as they usher you out the door. So uh, bye, everyone. Peace. Deuces.